Welcome to Tigers Untapped, a Bluff City Media podcast. Stepping up to the microphones are your hosts, Trey Lasley and TJ Willis. Pull up your chair, grab your favorite brew, and enjoy the conversation. Now, let's get to the show. Happy Hallow's Eve, Frederick. Thank you, Dylan. Dylan. Wow. I don't know. Vlasic, what do you want to, what do I call I'm, you there? No. Clausen, pickles for Clawson the win. Guy? Yeah. Wow. Kidding me? Always chilled, never warm. Do people eat warm pickles we're, often? We're kind of a big dill. <laughs> Over here at Tigers Untapped. Do people eat Clausen? Is that what you just said? You said always. Never, would you say something chilled? Always never chilled. Warm. Who the hell is out there eating warm pickles? I mean, your first pickle of choice is warm on the shelf. There's no, that's how they're not stored. warm in my fridge. Trey, while you're sipping that down, they're the Wendy's of pickles. We, uh, no, that's backwards. Always fresh, never frozen. <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't following. Uh, we, today we have Crosstown Mosaic IPA. Single grain, a nice single warm hop. IPA. As we've been sitting here talking for yeah. an hour before we started recording, it is. A and little... these don't fit in our uh, large red fridge. No, I they do not. That I can't see. It is. I just love. I don't have a whole, you have to move your. I don't have right a whole now. lot of movement. <laughs> it's <thing>. so funny. <laughs> hey, before we get started, guys, moment of silence. Four. Uh, don't please don't break the moment of silence, please. Wait, I don't know what we're moment of silence. I is know. Kirk Cousins. Uh-oh. That's so sad too. And <sighs> I know it's not. It's it's outside of our scope of what we do here. But I'm a Vikings fan, so that's why we're. Doing hey, but this. if he goes to the guy that Aaron Rodgers went to, he'll be back in no time. Mm. That is true. Don't know if you saw the video footage this weekend, but he looks like he's uh, planting kind of. He's throwing, moving, and, and shaking in a normal tennis shoe. And so instead of a straight, I read about this. Instead of a straight across cut, he does like a crisscross type of cut. So he'll attach one to one side and one on the Ugh. other. I know it's it's kind of gross <laughs> to think about and stuff like that. But uh, he has like wild success patterns coming from it. But it just sucks for Kirk because he's 35 and not on a future contract. So he, his career could be done. He could be a free agent heading into next year. And I gotta say the uh, sad stuff, man. The Netflix series made me a big fan. I know it did. About it. Me too. Such a good guy. I came into that episode, the, the series, vowing to not like Kirk Cousins. Can't not like him, dude. Nah, bro. He's a decent dude. Yeah, super decent. So much Coles cash. So much <laughs> Coles cash. I don't even know the last time I was in a Coles. I don't know. That's a good one. Uh, let's talk about last weekend and how depressing it was. Because I'm still covered in vomit. Well, I didn't throw up. Uh, but nearly ruined uh, our good friend Judah's first birthday party because <laughs> I was what? Go ahead. I was about to raise hell in that place. If we lost that football game, there were so many children there. Doesn't matter. It twenty is a solid number. There were. Similar to how many points we were up. I'll see what you did there. Uh, hell of a first half, though. Probably the first half of football that we have seen the Ryan Silverfield team play. Yeah. I mean, what was it? Five I mean, touchdowns? Def- definitely this year. Five uh, touchdowns? 
Yeah, you had five offensive possessions in the first half. You scored on all five of them. Not yep. a single punt, not a turnover, not a turnover on downs, nothing but points on the board. Let me ask you something real quickly. 31 to 10 at the half. Did the huge runs by Blake Watson early on set the bar too high for us? Did we think that every play was going to be that way from there on out? It should have been that way. It kind of felt like it. Based off Can we talk about how ridiculous that was, though? He had three carries for two tutties and 135 yards. Yeah, it's absurd. Ridiculous. Absurd. Well, I still think he finished all right. I mean, it reminds me of watching things. you play NCAA football in college on I was, JV. I was pretty, no, never played on JV. I'm just really good. I'm a uh, schematic guy. TJ. No, I, I think that it, it, that's like Kenny Gainwell type of stuff. That's, oh, yeah. I mean, what, he finished with 170 on the ground and 100 through the air? Yeah. That's very close to Kenny's 200-yard rushing, 100-yard receiving game that he had against Tulane in 19. Yeah. It's just uh, – it's nice to have that again, right? I, I think Blake is a just a breath of fresh air. Absolutely. I We were talking about it for the show. I would pay a lot of doll hairs to have him for one more year. Oh, yeah. It makes me think that the O-line is definitely better this year, but I can't tell if it's better because Blake is the running back or if it's Blake's second effort and the way he just drives. Well, they're games. definitely opening up holes. I mean, that first, that first, what was the second, third play from scrimmage? Second play, I think. I mean, that was a, yeah. that was a hole. Yeah. Do you and think it, they've gotten better? I think you, you have said this since Jonah went out. Yeah, and I don't mean that as like you a move, slight. You move Hill into the interior, which I feel like he fits better. He's yeah. just a big dude. Yeah, I don't. I don't. He doesn't need it. to be out there in space. He needs to be inside. Yeah, I'm not taking. And I say that I don't mean it as like a shot at, at Jonah. I, I just think that Hill is quite effective at left guard, and McLean has been perfectly fine at right tackle. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know how long Jonah's going to be out, but I would not be shocked if they ran with that same lineup yeah. again. I mean, I, I, they are definitely improved. I, uh, I don't think it's obviously sure. not the best line we've had, but they are opening up holes. They're getting running lanes for Watson. Seth's not running for his life anymore. They're not having to sh roll him out like they've had to in years past. I think, what, North Texas had one sack yeah. for two yards or something on Saturday? I think they like moving him out of the pocket sometimes too, though. Oh, I think, yeah, I think they do for sure. I think some of that, though, was, oh, was definitely the protection's not there. Sure, sure. But I, d I do think that they are improved for sure. Um. So you go into the half. I'm feeling great because I, I put a hefty uh, placed a hefty bet on the takes. Oh. Two different bets. One was because I saw on FanDuel the line was minus six and a half, and I was like, for damn sure we're beating them by a tutty. And then I teased it up to nine and a half because I was like, we need to win by two scores. And I felt real good at half. I felt real good with twelve minutes left because we were still up seventeen. Yeah. Um, so that's my real complaint from Saturday is I'm probably uh, going to send Ryan a Venmo request for the losses <laughs> that he caused me. Yeah, it. Um, I don't even know where to start, honestly. It, it feels like it's the same thing almost every week. It does. And I think, you know, we talked a little bit before we started. There were obviously several instances of plays that if they had been made, we would not be sitting here talking about UNT sure. coming back. Sure, they cut it to 10. But I mean, you had the skates wide open touchdown. It's the this dude still I, needs contact. I am I am confident that Kenny blindfolded would have caught with direction from us. 
Kenny Gainwell or Kenny Stubblefield? Kenny Stubblefield. Without question. I got hands, bro. I know. That's why I'm confident you would have caught it blindfolded. You had two Demir drops, which can we talk about? Because I I don't think his drop rate existed at Toledo. No, it didn't. It was like one of the highest catch rates in the country. This is now multiple games that he has had multiple drops. I think that he is someone that is so not concerned with, but he he just he's always looking for the next step that I think he turns his head a little too quick. He he, he tries to make ball. a play before catching the ball. Yeah. I mean, to me, it felt like a lot of guys in position to make plays not making plays. We're talking about the drops. Seth was 22 of 28. So six incompletions, three or four, four of those were drops. Were drops. Yeah. Threw for 330 and one tutty. Obviously the game winner at the very end of the game. Um, Watson went off, had a good game rushing and receiving five catches, hundred yards. We mentioned skates with the big catch at the end of the game, but defensively, I don't, I mean, you made fricking Chandler Rogers look like a Heisman trophy candidate. I 32 for 49, four eleven, and five tutties like to the same two guys. We said it last week. I think Chandler Rogers is good. I don't know if he's he's that good. Is he that good? But he was threading the needle. Gosh. And he was Roderick some- Burns with three touchdown catches, 102 yards receiving. Yeah. I mean, look. Did he, he have three touchdown catches all year coming into this? Rodgers has one interception all year. No, he had one touchdown catch coming into this game. He had five in his career, nearly matched that against us. I'm going to throw up all over again. <laughs> I think Rodgers is good. He had the one interception all year. He's shown that he has the ability to make the right throws, and he's smart. And I think we were just kind of in the wrong place at the wrong time. How many times was it was a DB either nowhere to be seen or right on him yeah, and just I mean, couldn't that, make the play? That's the other. You're up 10. I think it was 38-28 with like six and a half minutes left. They're facing a third and 14 mm-hmm. ball game. You make that. You stop. You get a stop right there. I'm confident we take four, four and a half, five minutes off the clock. Game's yeah. over. You win by ten. Both my bets cash. Judah's birthday is a smashing success. It was still a smashing success. It was. Um. Instead, DJ Bell's in a, a fine spot to make a play down the sideline on a, a pass, and just doesn't. He's not looking for the ball. I mean, what you're there. Why do, grace. why do we not? Why do our DBs not turn around and make plays on the ball ever? I don't know. Maybe it's a situation where wide receivers are reacting at the last second. Because, you know, if you're a receiver and you start throwing your hands up yeah, early, I mean, they the DB the can read that, right? And so if you wait to the last second, it's harder to defend that. You have no clue if the ball's coming. You're not going to just run down the field with your arms up like that, right? Yeah. You see my, my pities? What are you doing? Yeah. Um, yeah Buck weak in the headlock over there. I mean, I have armpit hair if that's what you mean. <laughs> Uh, no, it's the same thing. Like we, I mean, I feel like we could, Kenny could just clip it from last week. You just wouldn't be in cool costumes is, Hey, guess what? You missed an open field tackle five different times, but it's a flip, right? It was the first half last week. This week is the second half. Why can't we, can we get a damn combination of the UAB second half defensively in the North Texas first half? I think we did. I think that was called Arkansas state. I mean, (sighs) touche. So hear me out. Like I get like it's extremely frustrating because you were up by a billion and then you let them back in. 
right? It, it came down to a, literally a final drive. I get that that's frustrating, but you won the game. And I know that some people don't want to hear that because, like, yes, you're playing a bad team. I think UNT is better than they look. I mean, well, they're a top 15 offense nationally, yeah. right? Like The offense is going to be good. I don't think them putting up points is the problem. I think it's the fact that you were up by so many, and it, it didn't turn into a back and forth after that. It turned into literally them coming back and taking the lead. And are you like, sure. I don't know. You played that same scenario 10 times. Are we able to march down the field and score the game winning touchdown? Well, I don't know. I think if you play Five that out whole of ten second times. half 10 times, I don't, I don't think it comes down to that at all. But sure. I mean, you're clearly the better team. And I think we saw that in the first half specifically, but you know, the second half, they, they got a little conservative and there were situations where drives could have continued drop pass. Drop pass. Wide receivers still running routes shy of the sticks. And like, I don't think that's a scheme thing. I think that's guys just not knowing where, where they, they are on the field. field. Yeah. Like it's, you know, we, we rip into coaching and, um, you know, this is Ryan's fault. Like that's the, I think the easy thing for a lot of people on Twitter and things like that to say, uh, Ryan did this. It's like, no, this receiver just dropped the ball. Like, well, I think there were definitely instances of players not making plays, but I think the problem is that this has become a pattern. No, it's definitely become like, a pattern. This isn't the first or even second time that a large lead has been lost. It's just this time the boys found a way to win. Now, all that being said, do we have to give Ryan credit? Is he just that much of a player's coach that he conjured up this whole thing to give Seth a game-winning drive in his hometown in front of his family? That's the story they don't want you to know about. That's Is the that one. we scripted it this way, storybook ending? I think so. Is there any better ending than Seth, the hometown kid in Denton, facing adversity, battles through it, 47 seconds left, ESPN Plus on site, showing his parents every four and a half seconds, five <laughs> plays, 75 yards in 32 seconds? Are you serious? I don't think I've ever seen anyone's parents get that much airtime in a short period of time. I honestly thought Taylor Swift was sitting there with them. I didn't know I mean, what was going on. It was wild. It was wild. Could you imagine driving from essentially Dallas to Memphis for every home game? That sounds brutal. If my son was playing, yeah. That just sounds so brutal. It's not a fun drive. You think they're driving every time? Perhaps. Yeah. Financially. I mean, he's a high school football coach. You think they're flying? I don't know. High school football in Texas is pretty big, Deej. Pretty big. Dave, email us. We need to know your financials here. What's <laughs> I'm curious at this point. Please don't email us. Are you flying or driving? I think the driving. Either way, it's not that bad, Teach. Regardless. I this time last year, you were four and four, and you lost those close games. This year you're finding ways to pull them out. Yeah. And I think that's something we need Navy. to hone in on. Poisey, this one. You're finding ways to win. Yeah, you just gotta keep finding ways to win. This could be ECU. This could be Houston. You know? You, yes. you could be giving up those leads and losing them. TJ, was this a wake-up call? <laughs> well, Trey, I'm nervous by that question. I'm not going to lie. We prepared you, for this. What are you doing? We? We also need a little wake-up call, don't you think? Oh, great heavens. What does that say? These are smelling salts. This is called bottled insanity. Oh, there's a scoop in here. I didn't know how it was going to come. A scoop? Yeah. We're just going to smell it. What? The bottle? 
It's not a thing that you... <laughs> I don't want to do this. Oh. <laughs> it still sucks. It still sucks. Uh, I'm envisioning... I worked in the pool industry for a while, Kenny, and, uh, you know, sometimes people got those chlorinators, you unscrew that cap and it hits you, and it is, it's life-altering, and I'm envisioning that that's what this is like. Also, you're very familiar with the fart spray. The first time I ordered that and it got to the house, I unscrewed the cap and sniffed it alone in my kitchen, and I woke up about 15 minutes later, and I didn't know what happened. I'm very nervous about this. Is this literally just salt? It's not like a packet? No, I didn't I know. They I were just little, bought like, it. I took the. I opened the top, and here we are. Energy, focus, and strength. I'm absolutely. I'm gonna terrible. go to a little I, clinic after this. <laughs> I can't do it. Just do it. You need a wake up call. I think this was a wake up call. Can you shake it up? How are you doing that? That's not. Nothing's happening. Can you breathe? I mean, I don't understand. Is that supposed to be bad? <laughs> I'm coming in. Let me come in. It's just I think in you've there. left it open too long, maybe. Oh, okay. Maybe that's a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. Here we are about production. I mean, that was... I don't... Oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who is shake this it, guy? Shake it up. Give me a shake up. It's oh not... Who is this guy? I, I mean, maybe Should I'm... I just shook it off. To, am I immune to the smelling salts? You need to be on a watch list somewhere. Now I'm excited. They're not. Oh I'm not. God. They don't affect me. <laughs> what the hell is going on? I don't know. You got to breathe through your nose. You got to inhale you through your nose. <laughs> my I, my nose was clogged beforehand. It is quite open. Right I don't. Now. It's. I'm immune. Okay. <laughs> now I don't actually smell it that time. Nothing's happening. Oh, my nose is itching. I don't know. The first time it hit me. Did I get fakes? I'm gonna be honest, guys. This is not. Certainly wasn't a wake up call for me. So. <laughs> I, 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 I don't understand. Let me read the instructions. Huh. All right. Regardless, this is a wake up call for myself, not for Trey and for the Memphis football Dude, team. Dude, you're supposed to add it to water. For what? I don't need it. It says add it. one spoonful of water, close lid tightly, shake well, uncap sniff. We need water. Just smell. I don't know how you can't just smell it. I mean, it, it's not. My nose is burning. This is. All right, we'll be back on that wake up call. Trey's going to drink it later. Horrible. If that's smelling salts, I don't know how those work for anybody. I don't know, dude. I just bought them off Amazon. It's a wake up call, right? You get it. You should have gotten the tiger's piss ones. (laughs) Rhino, rhino piss, I thought it was. No, tiger's piss. Regardless, it's a wake up call. This team needs to wake the up because, like, the conference championship is not out of the question. I think we can it's easily not. say if you that. went out, you're in. Yeah, you, I mean, you were in if you went out. Sure, I mean, you beat SMU. I don't know. So you had the tiebreaker over them. Tulane and UTSA play. The and winner of that each other out, yeah. would be who you're playing. Do you think that if UTSA beats Tulane, you're still going to get in, even with a loss to? Because it's kind of like an A beat B, B beat C, C beat A kind of thing. Well, the problem with UTSA is they already have three losses. Yeah, I'm not really worried about them. It's more so the fact that Tulane beat you at home and you beat a team with three losses. Or no, excuse me, you beat SMU 
who would be out because we beat them, we have the tiebreaker. I think in your scenario, it's us. You're saying UTSA beats Tulane. Yeah. Well, UTSA would get in because they would be undefeated in conference. And then I guess Tulane gets in because they have the tiebreaker over us. Yeah. Mm. I don't like that. I mean, I do still think it's... It's not going to matter because UTSA is going to lose to Rice this weekend. No, North Texas. I was like, what? What? They're going to lose at North Texas this weekend. That offense is humming after that second half against us. It's good offense. I mean, I, you know, it's nothing new. We talked about this last week. I, mean, I can hear Kenny a- coughing, and I, I'm now I'm kind of worried that these smelling salts yeah, didn't work. I think you need to go to a doctor, my man. I'm not coughing. I'm good. Oh, I thought I heard a cough in the head headset. It's actually messing with Trey mentally. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like my blood pressure has raised. Risen? Risen since smelling that. Maybe. We'll have to try it with water later in the real fashion. Like my eyes are burning. Uh, if it's mixed with water, I think that's definitely the chlorine thing because that's what gets you on the chlorinators. I don't know. I thought it was going to be cup. one of those things that you break. That's I kind of looked at it. I didn't know what to think. I opened it up and I see a, a scoop. I'm a little confused. We need a sponsor, a smelling salt sponsor. We'll hit it right as we start every episode. Mm. Okay. okay. All right. Final thoughts from UNT. Stupid game. Get out of here. You won. You found a way to win. You're still in the running. You're six and two. Let's move on. Retweet. Amen. Re X. Amen. Uh, all right. Saturday in the bowl. A 2 p.m. Kickoff time, I believe. Someone's it's homecoming um, on ESPN Plus again. The Bulls of South Florida, 4-4, four 2-2 and four, two and two in the conference coming to town. FPI's got you as an 85% chance to win. TJ, the line is currently at 13.5, I believe. I think it opened at 12.5, so people... Yeah, it's moved a little early, bit. Early money's coming in on the TIGs. People are believing in us after that uh, second-half meltdown. I don't know. Yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. I'm assuming that we're going to hear about USF having someone out that maybe we don't know about. Like maybe, uh, maybe their quarterback's out. That'd be kind of nice. Are you just are you speculating? Or yeah, I'm have, speculating. Okay. I don't know why else the line would move so early on. Yeah, I'm not sure. You know, unless they just believe in the tags at home. You know. Mm. I googled what time it was because it's, it's not at, on my calendar. It's at two. I've confirmed. Is it, I got 6 p.m. over here because it's pulling up a January. Well, do not show up team. at 6 p.m. because, Tej, that will be probably the end of the game. Yeah, it's pulling up a basketball game in January. Uh, I, you know what? I I think USF has much improved. Let's be real. Polish. They're they're about equivalent in the same of the last two teams we've just faced in North Texas and UAB. Yeah. They've got a, a very capable offense under Alex Golish. They've looked – I mean, he's – an offensive mind from UCF, Tennessee, um, and their defense is not very good. I mean, they held an Al- they held Alabama to seventeen, but that was in an absolute monsoon yeah, and when they were having QB troubles. Um, but outside of that, I mean, they're giving up equivalents in yards to both of those teams. They're giving up four four thirty, I think. Yards yep. wise and thirty five points, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. They, I think thirty four point three points. The one thing I worry about with them is how fast they play, and they do a lot of RPO read option type of things. So they're going to try to make you beat yourself. 
which is, you know, generally what I worry about. Because a lot of that is, will will guys stay home on the read plays? Will they, uh, will they always crash down with the running back type of situation? Because I don't want to get into it where it's quarterback run for 15 yards every play. Yeah. And they basically just try to make you beat yourself. And they play super fast. We just kind of struggled that in the second half against UNT. So, you know, it's not a good – if you're using the second half of UNT as any type of baseline, it's not going to look great. But I think you're going to be able to move the ball on them at will. Like this is like a, a Seth with 30 completions, 320 yards type of game. Like he should be able to – And Watson another buck 50 on the ground. I will say 100, but, yeah, he should be another 100-yard rusher. How many, many hundred yard yard? How many 100-yard rushing games does he have? Yeah, three. Uh, that sounds right. I know you got that stat pulled up in front of you right now, right? I've got it right here, right now. I think it's maybe four, but I think it's three at least, so. All right, 169 against UNT, 125 UAB, 113 Boise State, 169 Navy. So he's got four. Cool. So, yeah, I mean, getting back to just five games with 100 red rushers would be fantastic. Time me up. I'll take it. As long as we win. Damn it. It's going to be nice to have a 1,000-yard rusher again, though. Yeah. Um, have you watched their quarterback play by chance? Uh, South Florida? Yeah. Not a Byron whole lot of Brown or whatever I think no. that's the name. He's pretty good. I mean, he's mobile. Yeah, he's throwing for about nineteen hundred yards, twelve tutties, six interceptions. That I will say, the throwing aspect of it, you know, which is like kind of like the main process of being a quarterback. Like, it's not the best, not the best thrower out there. But he's very mobile, and I think that's going to give us fits on a lot of plays, especially on those long third downs. It's pretty good. He's thrown, he threw for 435 on Rice in a 42-29. And he's very capable. Yeah. The defense is dog. Oh, water, yeah. Though, so. This is dude about to run all over us. He had 136 yeah. rushing yards against UAB. Yeah. I mean, it, that's what They're I'm also saying. coming off of a bye. Why does the conference do this to us? Always. It's like the third team, I feel like. Chances they have, they they show something that they did not have on film on Saturday. 100%. I think it's 1,000. Yeah. Well, something like that. Yeah. For you, it's 50-50. They either do or they don't. Try arguing it, you know? Uh, what do we need to watch out for? It's going to be right. The running back and the quarterback, Brown. It's. I mean, it's definitely Byron running all over us. What were you just watching? That wasn't me. Was it not? I don't think so. Kenny, what are you watching in there? We're having a podcast. No, I think it's right and brown. I think the read option, I think they're literally going to be dangerous with it. I mean, they have the ability to break big plays. You start committing to stopping the run. All of a sudden, someone's going 30 yards downfield for a fly. And it's, you know, we've seen our DBs in one-on-one coverage, not looking for the ball. It's almost, at this point, kind of evergreen. So I, that's Let me just I get a happy medium it. of defensive play between UAB and UNT. I'd settle for that. Yeah, I mean, look, this is a game you should win by two scores. Yeah, I think the 13 and a half is fair. I, I think you should win by two touchdowns at least. Yeah. I mean, it's talent-wise, yes, you should you should win by two touchdowns at least. Like, you are the, the superior team, I don't want to say by far, but, like, you're definitely the more superior team. Like, you should be able to handle them without question. But Absolutely. Will it happen? Who knows? As long as you win, you know. Just keep winning. 
All right, give me a uh, give me a score predict. Sheesh. Um. Mm, what was the final on this last one? 42. Of our game? Yeah. Yeah. We've scored forty five points two straight weeks. Do we yeah. make it three in a row? Uh, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say thirty. 42, Dang, 28. 14 point. Yeah. I was going to say 42. 42, 28. I'll, uh, hmm, TJ, 48, 28. We make the cover. Okay. I'm getting my losses back this week, TJ. 68 and a half CEO runner. Does that go over? Does it go over? Yeah, what would you say the over was? 48 28 is my final. Okay. Uh, 68 and a half. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, what are we talking about? It's USF. You should be able to beat them. I do think they're on the upswing of things. I mean, they're already at four wins this year. I don't think they've won two and two in conference. I mean, they're having a better year than they were anticipated to have. Yeah, I don't think they've won four games in the since 2020. No, they've combined. I mean, they have as many wins this year as they've had the last three years combined. That's ridiculous. All I'm right. you, you're a big goalish guy. I do like him. He's turning it around quick. Yeah. Look, I mean, he is, what's his name, from UT. They are so similar in the offensive style. I mean, that's where you learn from. Heupel? Heupel, yeah. What's oh, their mascot's name? Rocky. Rocky. The Bull. Yeah, he's a friend of By ours. far best mascot. Of an American conference opposing yeah, he's team a friend of ours, that has come to the Liberty Bowl. We're big Rocky fans. Oh, yeah. Uh, TJ, we had a basketball game yesterday. And well, let's we, take a break first. When we come back, yeah, we're going to talk about it. You hit me with the fake there. I'm getting you some water for these smelling salts. It's a little read option. You needed to stay home. You, you bit on it. It happens to the best of us. You just got a tutty scored. We'll be right back. Bluff City Media and Bluff City NIL are proud partners of Coaching for Literacy, a Memphis nonprofit using the power of sports to impact childhood literacy. When you donate to Bluff City NIL through Coaching for Literacy, your gift is 100% tax deductible. This partnership is a win, win, win. Tiger student athletes win in the NIL landscape. Coaching for Literacy wins by engaging Tiger student athletes in this monumental cause. And most importantly, Elementary students in Memphis receive support to become strong readers. To donate today, visit coachingforliteracy.org slash bluff hyphen city. We've seen this happen where they have these second half, fourth quarter, late collapses, and th- th- it just looked all too damn familiar. Yeah. No, I mean, I couldn't agree. Did they more. pull through? Sure. Yes. But, you know, it doesn't leave you feeling all warm and fuzzy and good inside. No, I mean, the biggest thing that it's like a breath of not fresh air, but just a relief, I guess, <laughs> is that they didn't lose. They didn't this crumble. Game. No, they crumbled. They just didn't lose. They answered at the very end when and, they needed to. And, and, Seth Hennigan, yeah. shout out to Seth. That was one thing throughout his career. Name a fourth quarter game winning drive, yeah. comeback drive that he has been able to convert at right. this point. Or a game tying drive. Mm-hmm. That's like the first one. Like that's a that's a big check mark, big monkey off the back to be able to execute in a 
time of need for your team. Yeah. Tune in to On the Bluff with Christian Fowler and Gabe Kuhn every Tuesday at 12 p.m. on the Bluff City Media YouTube channel. Journalism is only as as only as important as its demand. No one was asking for that story yesterday. This is what bothers me about people who call themselves journalists or most media members. They want to be the most important person in the room. They think they're bigger than the shit they write about. When I go to these games, man, and, and when I go into that locker room, there's about five, six, seven, eight millionaires in the locker room at one time. Don't none of them write for a paper. I see these guys treat the richest people in the room like they're the least important people in the room. This isn't journalistic integrity or a beautifully written article or this uh, super intelligent recap of, of, of 18 months in detailed order and sequencing and showing you the life of John Morant the last 18 years in a crop. This isn't any of that. Y'all know what this is? This reads like they were looking for something that they couldn't find. This looks like he, this is like they came to Memphis looking for something, looking for some more dirt, looking for something to tear down John Morant, looking for something to make him look bad, to, to be the, 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 the finishing blow for John Morant, and they could not find it. So they gave us their con consolation bullshit. And now half of Memphis media is, is co-signing it. Oh, this is great. We needed this. No, we didn't. It's bullshit. And I love my city because they protected one of their sons over the last few weeks. Tune in to The Anthony Sane Show, Wednesdays and Fridays at 12 p.m. weekly on the Bluff City Media YouTube channel. All right, we're back. Uh, we did a little science experiment. We found... Uh, hold on. What is going on with TJ's feet right now? What do you mean, man? What do you mean? He just didn't... Bro! He didn't wear shoes today. What are those? This is size 13. That's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. You didn't know he only had three toes? Yeah. I did not know. I'm like a Ninja Turtle. Uh, we did a little science experiment. We found this Ghost River bottle that's been up here for six months. That added... TJ says is not his, but... It's got to be his. Added water to it. Put in a scoop of... Uh, Bottled insanity, and I'm actually going to see if this works this time. I got to activate it. I'm getting nervous that this <laughs> hasn't been working for me. Oh God, I'd be nervous about the bottle. I might spill this. That all bottle over has my been computer. up here for a while. This is stupid. One more scoop. This is one stupid. more scoop. I'm not. One I'm more scoop. scoop. I'm done. Smelling salts don't all work. Right. So yeah, try it, TJ. Maybe we just bought bad smelling salts. I mean, you guys are reacting. It's Affecting y'all. No, I actually smelt it better straight to the dome than I did through the water. Yeah. Uh, it still didn't smell good. We got to get the ones that look like... The ones you have to crack open. Yeah, and you have to like crack it. Well, yeah. honestly, I didn't... Ah, I did not smell that! <laughs> I mean, I smelled it. It's just not... Put it, you're, put it, <laughs> I mean, put I mean, it up to your nose, bro. Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> no, he's faking it. Uh, he's no, faking it now. Whatever, no. dude. That one was. I'm not gonna. He's faking it now. He wants to move on. Trey thinks he's uh, getting a headache. All right, we beat the brakes off of Lane College. 106-49, a 57-point win. TJ last week, I started the initial line, I think, at 42 or 40. <laughs> Why do you keep doing it? <laughs> it's so bad. So what is that? So you keep doing it? I don't curious, understand. What you, how could you be curious? You've done it 15 times. 
I love it. Uh, so I bumped the line all the way down to 38 and a half, which we nearly covered in the first half, Timothy. I mean, it, look, it's an exhibition against it's Lane. I'm not yeah. going to be one to overreact about an exhibition game, but we're going 40 and 0. <laughs> I mean, look, dude. 40 and 0? Based on that performance, yes. He's so serious. Look at his face. TJ, this is the best shooting team we've had. I don't disagree maybe with Maybe ever. Well, now you're kind of pushing it. Man. Who is better? Any team with Avery Woodson. <laughs> oh, God. Is it, he's still playing, right? I don't know where he's at. Collegiately, I would hope not. No, I don't know where he's at. Um, I always thought that he Avery Woodson was the best shooter we've ever had. But you really think... <laughs> okay, it's it is hitting a little differently now. I still don't think that that's right. Now you're supposed to do it, and we're probably both gonna die in our sleep. But you're holding it like six inches from your nose. It you really says put on it in there. the bottle, hold six inches away from your nose. It also told you to add water. We're not doing that. Okay. Anyway, Avery um, Woodson. Yeah, I think Avery Woodson was great. He was a fine shooter. I'm talking about an entire team, not one person. Okay, first of all, to say he was a fine shooter seems. A bit egregious. Okay, I 100% have a headache now. Trey, true or false? This episode early. This team will win. He shot 41% from his career from three. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, but okay. I mean, besides Avery, I'm talking a full team. Yeah, I didn't disagree with you. You did. You literally disagreed and then said Avery Woodson. I said any team with Avery Woodson. I was being sarcastic, but. Do you think this team loses more than three conference games? No. I mean, our whole season is the non-conference. Well, you know, it's funny you mention that because a lot of people had an issue with that statement. Well, I think... Let me read the whole statement. No, read the initial quote that was tweeted, and then you can read the entire full quote. Well, I don't know. I don't have that in front of me. Our non-conference is pretty much our season, I think was the shortened version. Right. But it was a much lengthier quote. I even heard it on the thing. He ends up immediately saying, not to discredit anyone in the American, but you know what I mean. All of our opportunities are really in the non-conference. Something like that. Yeah, our non-conference is pretty much our our season. Not that we are ignoring the AAC, but regular season start. But the regular season start is going to be a tough non-conference schedule. Yeah. Which it is. I mean, like right. the battle for Atlantis is Michigan, then likely Arkansas. You also have at Ole Miss, at VCU, at Texas A&M, Clemson, UVA, and Vandy, however you want to feel about Vandy as a team. It's not easy. It's not. It's not easy at all. If I were Penny Hardaway and I said it like this, the non-conference, early season non-conference schedule is our season because there are not a, there's not a single team in the AAC that if we win changes our seating, that's 100% okay. Like I don't, Look, it, I don't think if, what he said is anyway. If if FAU somehow, it's not happening, especially based on their secret scrimmage results, somehow had a similar similar record to last year of, let's say they lose two games, going in into conference, okay. even one, whatever they lose to Illinois. I don't know. That's it. They stay a top ten team. That's the only way I think beating anyone in conference sways anything 
for you? I don't know. I think wins against FAU are obviously going to be helpful because I'm still saying. expecting FAU. That's what I'm saying. But okay. I'm not. I I would not be shocked for them to go through the non-con and be like seven and five. Would it be out of the top twenty-five? Sure, maybe they still run through and they're, you know, fourteen and four in the American. But look what they did last year. I mean, this is what, that's what Penny's saying. They were what thirty and one or something going in. Yeah, to the tournament, and we're still a nine seed or thirty and two. I don't know what they were. So they 30, lost three games. Thirty and three, thirty and two, yeah. including the final four loss, and they were a nine eight seed. I mean, there's a chance that you could get North Texas or UAB, maybe even SMU as a quad one if you beat them there, like at their place, potentially. Yeah, I mean, so, like, you have some quad one opportunities outside of FAU in the conference, but it's nothing, nothing like your your. We'll just put it this way. Any loss in conference is going to hurt you dramatically more than any win in conference will help you, I would think. Yeah, I think it's a fair statement. But I think that's also because. And I think that's all that Penny meant by that. I don't think it's any offense to any of the UNT folks that were freaking out on Twitter. It was a lot of North Texas folks. That was really weird. I didn't know that they played basketball. Well, I did, but I don't. Their coach is gone, so I don't really know that it's relevant anymore. It's kind of like a few years back when UTSA football fans went crazy on us. It's like, well, y'all have fans? I don't know. I didn't know UNT had basketball fans. Yeah, I don't. That's disrespectful. I apologize. <laughs> I mean, it's not that like. <laughs> Bag what? it up, Terry. <laughs> Bag it up, Terry. Real quick. <laughs> What was UNT basketball last year? I think they were decent. I knew. I remember them being bas- uh, basketball. I remember them being basketball. I remember them being decent. I just don't remember anything that stood out about them. The Conference USA, the Conference USA opponent that it was FAU and UAB. They were the ones that played in the Conference USA championship game. Yeah, UAB beat them in the Conference USA championship game, and then that's it, right? Like I, I don't understand the. I don't understand the outcry. I think it's more so a messenger thing. People just don't like Penny, man. They don't like anything. Everything's cocky. Well, I think I think the initial problem was the condensed version of the quote. Sure. And the way that it made it sound was Penny was just sure. basically telling everybody that the American sucks. And that's not really what he meant. He just meant what we've said. There's a lot more meat on the schedule in the non-conference than in the second half of the year. Yeah, there's the more needle moving opportunities in the non schedule, in the non conference, yeah. than there is in the actual conference. And it's still a true statement. So, like, what are we talking about? Like, people are just blowing that out of proportion. I think a lot of people just really dislike Penny towards, uh, to Kenny's point there. It is weird how much hate he gets around uh, nationally from other fan bases. For what? I don't know. Well, I think that all stems back to the, we want all the smoke. It's still weird to me. I mean, that's just a – like teams have phrases. They have little mantras going into the season. That was their mantra. Like why I don't yeah. – nobody else pays attention to anybody else's little slogan. Well. Nobody's so, freaking out on Ryan Silverfield because his football team's slogan is finish. It's it's a little different when you're Penny Hardaway, though. I think, I think you come <clears throat> with a different – Nobody freaks out on Central Barbecue because the smoke is their sauce. I actually do freak out on that. that. pisses me off because they have actual sauce. 
the mild sauce. They have I hot sauce. They have the sweet heat sauce. They've that, got so many sauces. That vinegar sauce. That vinegar mustard combo. So, dude. They have so many sauces. We had Central last week. Smoke is, in fact, I'm not just, their sauce. I, there's not even any meat left on the bone. I'm just dipping the bone in the vinegar and sucking on bones. They have a hat that just says meat across the front of it. I've wanted to buy it five different times. Me too. Times. I've almost bought it several times just walking meat. in there. I never do. <laughs> just makes me laugh. I love Central. Uh, TJ, did you listen? I know you didn't watch. We weren't there, and it wasn't streamed, unfortunately. Uh, two o'clock game on a Sunday is difficult for us with children. That is nap Ooh, yeah. time, Pure prime nap time. time. Uh, I had to result to driving Catherine around asleep in her car seat and listening mm. to Wolo. Mm. That's always a Did you gift. know that Pierre Niles played on our team? Didn't. Did you know that his first name is Jonathan? Jonathan Pierre Niles. Hit a three yesterday. That's good. The hand of God. The more you know. Um, no, I didn't get to actually catch any of the game. I mostly because like I didn't think there was much. You're not gonna learn much from watching that, in my opinion. But except for that this team can shoot. <laughs> Nine of eighteen from three. When left wide open, probably, yeah. Get out of here. Again, I didn't watch it. Five watch it. five guys in double figs. You had David Jones leading the way with 17. Jordan Brown with 14 and 6. Caleb with 11. Uh, Malcolm, who looked, by all accounts that I've heard, spry and agile. Best shape he's ever been in, Kenny, right? Without a doubt. Uh, running the length of the floor, getting blocks left and right. And then you had Ashton. Coming off the bench with 13 and five, three of five from three. Kenny Lighting were you there? it up. Kenny was in the build. Nope, was not there. What? Mm. I was wow. first, game, first game I've missed in a long time, boys. It felt weird. I got a bunch of phone calls actually going, why are you not here? <laughs> so who were, who were the starting five? Was it exactly who we thought outside of Cornerly? Uh, yeah, Jaden started instead of Cornerly. Cornerly obviously didn't play. Yeah. Totally precautionary. They said he's just he hyperextended his yeah, knee, I think. Yeah. He's been practicing, but just wanted to be extra cautious since he's yeah. had knee troubles before. So I think they said they're expecting him to play on Thursday. So we'll get a look at that starting five, which should be the starting five we thought it would be Thursday. Sure. Against LeMoyne. Yeah, I do like that we're we're starting to get more, you know, into it, right? Yeah. I don't like hearing the the reports of practice and stuff like that. Like I actually just want to see a, a production. Yeah. So getting into it, let me ask you this. It's nice LeMoyne Lane kind of giving them something locally to give them cash them a it's check fun for them, yeah. Kind of showcase to local smaller schools. Would you be more would you want to see something like what Tennessee and Michigan State did yesterday and sort of a charity two top 10 teams exhibition style but I mean by all means I mean playing a real basketball yeah. game just doesn't count against sure. or for either one of those teams all proceeds I think it was on the Big Ten Network but I think what Tennessee and Gonzaga did it last year it was pay-per-view yeah. maybe something like that I mean that feels like a real penny thing to do Go out there and get – I mean, I know we're playing Michigan. I'm just throwing a name out. We're playing sure, Michigan yeah. in the battle for Atlantis. But, like, doing a preseason next year charity North game. Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I like it. I, I like the charity aspect of it all. But at the same time, I don't know what you truly learn from those because I don't know if they are running their true lineups out there or are they oh, trying it, to do I mean, something different. No, it's. I watched some of that. YouTube TV is great. Got Big Ten Network. Tennessee, Michigan State, I mean, it was a game. They played – like any other college basketball game. 
I think it would give you, in a sense, especially in our scenario where we've just talked about how important the non-conference is sure. and getting started day one. Like, I think that's more advantageous, and it's I think it's more fun for the fans, right? Like, yeah, I'm trying to think of the downside of it. There's a reason they're choosing not to do that. Like, maybe it's just they can't find anyone willing to sure to play them, right? Yeah, I mean, there, there's some travel and stuff involved. I mean, I've there, never but. been. I think the super secret scrimmage is whatever. I know there's a lot of situational stuff that goes on in those. So I think if you got away from the Lane Lemoyne, I would want it to be something that's the charitable. Yeah. Hey, this is a pay-per-view we're doing. I mean, shoot, even playing the Dominican national team, I thought was awesome. Like what a test that was. We talked about it, you know, back in the summer in August of going down there, playing in a sold out 12,000 seat arena in front of a true professional caliber team. Like, yeah, getting to North Carolina or a Illinois or somebody. A like yeah. you, there's a number of teams you could say. Ohio State, whoever. Well, maybe Penny thinks that they've already done that, right? Sure. We just played grown-ass men. Yeah. NBA players. Maybe. Why do we need to test ourselves? And I want to be like, mm. he had a fraction of your roster. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I think he did. He that. said he got asked in his availability today, and I think he said he was going to try to do maybe a split of that of maybe one year you play a Lemoyne or a Lane and then also try to get in a – exhibition with a, sure. a quality if it's super secret that way or if it's some kind of they're never event. secret by the way i love that they call them secret but they, it always gets out oh well it's secret in the sense that nobody gets to go in there and watch and actually see the game but it's but there's always a stat line oh, yeah there's, there's always stat stats that come and, out so yeah. it's never really a secret yeah so i don't know i think that's kind of funny i think i'd rather if you're going to do it do the charity aspect of it all yeah let people pay, all proceeds go. I think that's fun. Yeah. Right. But uh no, I'm excited about this year's team. I am. I know that there's still however you want to look at it, one cog missing. So it, you know, what what is this team going to be? We don't With know. With Mikey, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I ain't talking about Mikey. You and I have been very clear from the start. We never thought Mikey I don't was do coming. we just move on. From yes. DeAndre, I mean, I think so. I and I, I know a lot of people are gonna be like, no, 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 because like obviously with DeAndre, this team is emphatically better, right? Like it's ridiculous how much better you are. But I think bringing him in at this point may cause more issues with the chemistry of things. Like I know you guys, poster boy David Jones, just had a great game, and I know you guys don't want him coming off the bench. AAC Player of the Year, David Jones. Dude had one game against freaking Lausanne. One game? And you guys all of a sudden. Lausanne. Lausanne. Yeah, we just played Lausanne. It's Lane. Lausanne. Okay. St. George's. Marcus All played at Lausanne. ECS. Yeah. Elliot Williams played at St. George's. Who is this guy? You understand what I'm saying. Sky Labassier played for ECS. ECS. You could, he also we played, played for keep going. Would you like Krebs. us to do? Would you like us to keep going? Yeah, keep going. Okay, name another one. Bartlett. John oh. Saylor played for Bartlett. Hans Brerington? You guys don't know Hans? I don't know Now, what's the dude's name who played when I was there? Uh, Bradford. Bradford. The fact that you didn't say freaking Jonathan Lowe, the first name off the top oh, of your Jonathan head is Lowe, Jay Lowe. Yeah, good call. Bananas. Good that call. ridiculous. Talk about a Memphis men's league legend. Regardless. Um, look, I, I'm struggling with my pickle. <laughs> How often do you wear this thing? 
I had to pull this out of the attic. Yeah, this was in the top of a closet. I had a SpongeBob in there somewhere. I couldn't find it. It was either this or Thor. Or I was going to be the Thor, a Thor pickle. A pickle. Pretty awesome. A pickle as Thor. <clears throat> mm. We did a Subway. We were Subway sandwiches when Julian was born. And yeah. like we just wrapped him up in a little blanket that made him look like a sub sandwich. Mm-hmm. I could have been a Subway sandwich artist, but like. Oh, this is good. This fits you. With the hair, you got it going. With that hair at Subway and the beard, you'd have to wear two hair nuts. Yeah, what are you going to do? Anything else basketball? I know we didn't have much to say there. No, I mean, the season's getting ramped up. Like we said, we got uh, Lemoyne Owen Thursday. The next Monday, officially kicking off the season with Jackson State. What? Who's Lemoyne Owen's coach now? Andre Turner. Is it still? No, 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 no. He's Lane. No, he's Lane. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Is it still Bonzi? Bonzi left. Really? No, it's... um. It's someone else. Like I, I want to yeah. say it's a very familiar name. I can't remember who it is, but I was going to mention that as well. Is, I think uh, is Tony Sarwar still there? Oh. <laughs> no. What? Why is that funny? That was a legitimate question. Because he almost like died, dude. He's fine. He was at Lifetime two weeks after that working out. I saw him. Still a sad story. I don't, I'm not saying that it wasn't. It's a horrible thing to go through. But that was also two In years a third ago. world country on top of that. Can you imagine having to pay for emergency vac out of a country? Holy Could you imagine being in a hospital with the chicken running across the floor next to you, Trey? I would think I'm dying. I would I'm like, that's it. I'm dead. If you haven't heard, I don't even know if that's out there. Is that still out there, you think? That post? That Tony Sarwar story? Story from his wife? I mean, yeah. The, I don't know if her post out is still out. That was like a novel, by the way. The longest single Facebook post I've ever I do. seen. My wife, every day, my wife and I read a new post, and it was great. It was she has a future in writing. Anyway, dude. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I the fact that neither one of you has been able to Google who the Lane Owen college coach is yet is bananas to well, me. Well, there's like 37 Lemoyne Owens. Do the one in Memphis, man. <laughs> to your point, it's not Bonzi, but it is I mean, someone It should else. really be Kenny doing this. Yes, Kenny, the one not in front of the Behind camera. The we sit here and both stare at our computers and Google stuff. I didn't know y'all were actually looking for that. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, okay, it's driving me nuts at this point. I was going to give them a shout-out, and I can't remember who it is, and I know it's someone Memphis with Memphis ties. Antonio Harris. Never mind. That's not who I thought it was. Are you sure? Well, yes, it is Antonio Harris. Who is that guy? I think he taught me seventh grade English. Well, that's why you remember him. He's a Lemoyne Owen alum. That's not who I think got the job. It I is. I was thinking of someone else. This was your seventh grade English teacher? It looks like him if it's not. Hmm. No, seventh grade I had a woman. Maybe in sixth grade. Interesting. Regardless, it's not who I thought it was, so it doesn't matter. Let's move on. Basketball team's going to do really good this year. Done. We agree? Done. We agree. Perfect. We're a dark horse Final Four team by Andy Katz. Somebody else said it today too. It's so, it it, dude, it's so far out. How do you even say something like that? What do you mean? It's so far out. I wouldn't call us dark horse. I would just say that we're a Final Four potential. I mean, uh, other potential is a strong is a, is a better word there, but. Yeah. At the same time, like you, Final Four candidate, you've yet to see them play a real team. I almost put five hundred dollars on us to be national champions today. I could not. Recommend you know what the payout that. was? Thirty-three thousand. That'd be nice. 
If Memphis had won by seven or more on Saturday, I'd have done it. <laughs> have insufficient funds in DraftKings. Uh, Jordan Brown was named to the 2024 Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Award candidates list for the best center in collegiate basketball. I mean, he's pretty damn good, so I get that. Kenny, oh, you weren't there. Damn it. What? We can't ask you how good Jordan looked the other day. I was told he looks like he has great offensive moves, but they couldn't tell if it was just because it was against Lane or if it's real. And I was like, I think it's legit considering he's a six-man of the year in the Pac-12 sure. and then was the like top-rated transfer. Well, transfer, but the top-rated big man in the non-power leagues last year. Top-rated player. And the only thing that concerns me is you said he had like 12 and 6. It gets lame. Four, Fourteen and six. That's in eighteen six. minutes. I mean, nobody played. Yeah, that's. I, I was going to ask what the the only person that played twenty or more minutes was Walden. Played twenty one. Yeah, I was going to ask about the minutes. I think that plays into it because my one concern with I mean, TJ, we played forty six guys yesterday, and everyone scored except for Noah Stansberry. I my one concern although with this I team s- is rebounding. That's yeah. the reason why I was going with that. What? My one concern with this team is potential rebounding. Why? It, with our length and athleticism, you don't think we're going to be able to rebound the basketball? Just because you're long doesn't mean you the can only, rebound. You want to know the one question David Jones asked the staff when he came off the floor yesterday was? How many rebounds did it I mean, I don't think he asked it like that. I think he was more serious and passionate about it. Nah, he's a... He's a hater, man. David yeah, Jones I hater. Mean, what the heck? I'm not a David Jones hater. What I'm saying is, I mean, you I, didn't even sound I'm gonna like need you were to from the Dominican just then. What? You, that didn't sound anything like somebody from the Dominican. Well, it kind of sounded like Big Poppy. This is my fucking city. <laughs> That's exactly the quote I was going to say too. Uh, no, I just looking at it, looking at the history of Memphis basketball, like we've always struggled with rebounding. So it's just something that's like evergreen in the back of my mind. I just always automatically write us up as a team that's not going to rebound well. We're going to rely. I think this team is going to surprise a ton of you. runs and and pushing the ball defense. We out rebounded Lane thirty nine to twenty two yesterday. Whatever, Lausanne. I get it. You, you I just think I'm that just number should you, be higher. <laughs> then what? How many rebounds do you want him to get? <laughs> I don't thirty nine. Forty rebounds. Like yeah, a lot of rebounds. <laughs> It's Lausanne. Interesting. But they're a D2 school. It's the average number of rebounds available in a basketball game. I mean, how many possessions are there? You going to look this up? We're going to sit here and both Google stuff on our laptops? What are you searching? I can't. You want to know what the leader, leader in team rebounds was last year? What? Alabama at 40, 44. But were those against D2 schools? What is it? No, that matters. It I mean, matter. it's the only game they've played. I'm just saying 39. How many more? You wanted them to have five more rebounds? No, I wanted them to have like 50 rebounds. Are you kidding me? TJ. Oh no, I just ridiculous. keep this and put this in the back of your mind somewhere. Okay. As the season I'm just goes saying, along. I'm just telling you, I don't think rebounds going to be an issue with this, this ball club. Just because they're tall. No, because they want rebounds. David Jones walked off the floor and asked how many rebounds he had. You want to know what he didn't ask? How many points do I have? Maybe he already knew the answer. He didn't. He had no clue he had 17 points. I mean, if you shoot 70% from three-pointer like they are very clearly going to do all year, there's not going to be a whole lot of rebounds 
offensive rebounds especially available. Got what would you rather have, a 70% three-pointer or, or 45 rebounds a game? Mm, that's a good question. You know? Did you just, like, make that make that up? Like, hey, I got to find something to, like, poo-poo a little bit on the Tiger basketball program. So let me just say I'll tell rebounds. You no, I just I keep just your a mind little on. bit. They only had 40 rebounds because they had 17 steals, <laughs> Timothy. You worried about how many steals we're going to have this year? No, 17. Why didn't they get 20? That's a good average. You should Speaking keep, of which, freaking Jalen Young. You know how many steals he had yesterday? Six? Five. Five? Yeah, I was trying to think of some. Should have had six. Ridiculous. Number. I mean, that is, that's like uh, BDL and NBA 2K 2013. Yeah, that's numbers. A, I actually do think that Jalen Young is going to be something. He's going to be a nice ass. I think he's going to be a great spark plug off the yeah. bench. Which, imagine how good he'd be next to David Jones coming off the bench. Now okay. you have my lineup of... We're moving on. <laughs> uh, anything else basketball? No, nah, I think... I mean, All right, one game so far. Let's get into uh, Fade Ride Tej. Thunder Picks. It's Fade TJ. TJ, we're back to Fade. You were, what, 5-4 and four on the year now? You yeah. had uh I picked Wyoming to cover against Boise and they, they did, did not. not. Shout they out to not. Boise. Shout out to Boise one. though. We need those boys Making to us keep look winning. Keep Boise's on gonna win winning. the mountain less now. We need a victory over a team that's better than five hundred. Uh I improved a six two and one with I mean, probably the easiest pick all year. Oklahoma State crushing Cincy. I think Dog it was water, seven man. and a half or six and a half, and they won by thirty. Since he's so bad, I mean, I'm at a point where I almost want to keep picking just against Cincy because they're so bad. What's your pick this week? I'm going to pick Notre Dame to cover the Gosh, two and a half first Clemson. I liked it. Mostly it's be- on the road, but Clemson is not good, dude. It is on the road, and Clemson has lost like four home games in the past four years or something like that. I mean, it's something. I mean, absurd. they're up there with one of the best records since 2013. And home. they've already lost one at home this year against Florida State. So, like, the numbers tell me they probably shouldn't lose at home. And Notre Dame's number one leading receiver is out. But they're okay, tight end you. are you. talking me out of this quickly. They are tight end you. It's just they're going to pull up another dude. That's the thing. Your number one leading receiver is a tight end. How weird is that, by the way? Okay. Just pull up another guy. Look, I, Notre Dame will cover the win by three. At least. At least, Trey. I think it's at three right now, so that'd be a push. Okay, well... It was a two and a half when I saw it. So I just think Clemson's been pretty up and down this year. They're what, four and four? Yeah. Does that sound right? Mm hmm. What do you got? Um, I don't, I'm just, just saying. I can't, I can't decide on one. A part of me really, really, really wants to pick against Cincy again because UCF's minus four and a half at Cincy and Cincy's just terrible. Um, and maybe it's a little bit of recency bias. But UTSA is minus seven and a half at North Texas, and I just feel like that's a closer ball game. I think I'm going to go with North Texas plus seven and a half wow. at home against UTSA. Wow. I like. I look. Their offense is good. Now the, the big thing is, can they just outscore anybody? Yeah, and that's you know, it's clearly the over issue under in that one seventy and a half. I am very surprised you didn't take James Madison versus Georgia State. I know. I really, I really want. I'm on the James Madison bag and wagon. Oh, absolutely. They're so easy to make money off of. 
Did you see Brett McMurphy actually has us predicted right now to play them in a bowl game, which is weird because they're not eligible for a bowl game. Their appeal was denied. I think the only way that they're eligible is if there's not enough, not enough. bowl eligible teams, which we've seen before. Um, Just throwing that out there. But I, it is. I was that was another one I was looking at was JMS and minus five and a half at Georgia State. I'm gonna stick with. I'm gonna stick a little, little okay. conference play, mainly because. We need UTSA to lose. Wouldn't hurt us at all in our chance for sure. the uh, conference title. Any loss that they take would be good for us. So I'm going to stick with North Texas plus seven and a half at home against the Roadrunners. All right, Teach. Why do you keep doing it? You feel alive. Are you addicted? I think I am. It's like Afrin. I mean, I'm not doing it again. It's like Afrin. I'm not doing it. I just, it doesn't do anything. The fact that you smell it and you get nothing. I'm telling you. I smell it. Chlor- it smells like someone is putting I think a, it's a lighter in my nose. I think, it's, it. I think it's because of the chlorine thing. I've just been too, I, I was mentally, physically, emotionally harmed by the chlorine. Um, I mean, that was 12 years ago. You I need still to talk think to about someone it. about that. Because that's, and it was that. It was that burning sensation. I gasped for air. I woke up on the floor like... And I think that this is what it's supposed to be, but it's like a hundred levels less than the chlorinator. I don't get it. Ask our boy Charlie; he would let you know. Mosaic IPA. I like this can a lot. I do too. There's a lot going on there. It's just it's very. It's a very. I don't know if anybody can see that. I mean, it's it's a very artsy. There's can. a lot of detail going on there. Part of me makes me think that there's this is like some stained glass somewhere that yeah. I'm not recognizing. Like, is this at Crosstown? I just haven't seen it. I don't think they have stained glass windows at Crosstown. I didn't think so either. But I do see the... Uh, Government warning, you should not do smelling salts and drink Mosaic IPA. Weird. It is 7.2%, so that could be true. Single hop, single grain. Love it. Yeah, the can's cool just because there's just a lot of detail. You know what I haven't gotten is the maltiness. Surprisingly. Surprisingly, I did not. You probably burned it all off your tongue. That's so things. true. Uh, can, I think, is pretty cool. I'm going to go like a 7-2. I said it first. That's how it works. It doesn't matter. We're on the same seven wavelength. Two. I'm it's going 7-2 as it's well. It's a good can. Man. It is a good can. Uh, I liked this. It was good. Um, I'm feeling it's in the sevens. I think it's a two. What? I think so, too. Oh, as well. I you said I think, I think, think so it's well. a two. I was like, holy cow. No, no, no. Andy's this mint's is, better than this, huh? This... <laughs> This is good. I like it. I like the 16 ounces. It obviously lasts the entire episode, at least more so. Just a general reminder, this is the last one in my fridge. I know. I've got to compile a list. Work's been quite demanding lately. Okay. Yabba dabba do. You better figure it out. I don't think we're in studio next week. We had a ball game on Monday. Oh, we do have a basketball game at the same time. Stream yard. You're going to have to bring it to Friendsgiving. We'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do. I'll pull something out. Uh, Beer-wise, I'm going to say like a 7-6. I think I... Could have two of these. I feel like I'd be kind of full if I had two of them, but I could definitely have two of them. They're like the flavors. I would probably be pretty buzzed if I had two of these. When they are seven point two percent, so I get that. Um, I'm gonna go seven five flat. That's it's perfectly fair. It's good beer, even right there. Very good. We'll definitely, we'll definitely have this again. Um. I mean, not on the show. No, I was like, that's. Just, I just mean, in general, I would, I would, if I see oh, this sure. in the store, I'm buying one for sure. Definitely putting this in a create your own six pack. It's a good one. Crosstown's pretty good. I think they've they've done nothing but good things. For uh, 
Where's our beer bracket, man? Do you guys still want that? I got it. I think I have all the You've data. just been sitting on it? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I was waiting on a bye week or something for us to cover in and fulfill something out that way. The two-lane bye week. Are you going to make us an advent calendar? Oh, that'd be so fun. My wife's done that before for yeah. us. We'll do like four weeks advent. I can get down with that. I'll see what I can do. Figure it out. All right, get to the bowl. Get, hey, get to the forum Thursday and Monday. Get to the bowl Saturday. We're in full swing. Football, basketball. It is quite demanding on the schedule. Men right and now, women's soccer, we didn't even mention. Men are about to get back to the NCAA tournament. Women's soccer is a top five team in the country. I'll tell you what. Get out and watch those programs. Slightly unrelated. Some guy, I don't know who it is. College Tennis Nation is the Twitter account. Keeps tagging me in Memphis, Memphis Tennis. And I'm going to give a shout-out to Micah Berghaus, who I'm likely pronouncing that incorrectly. This dude's apparently crushing it. So if you're into tennis, in Micah tennis? Berghaus, yeah, it's right there. Wow. And what, how's he crushing day. it? He's doing well, man. Do you want me to read the whole tweet? It seems like a long thing to read. No, I don't I just like, why well, is he going to make the NCAA tournament? Memphis or? Micah Berghaus went undefeated in singles and doubles at the Black and Gold Invitation hosted by Vandy. Hmm. I could read more, but oh, you get good. the general Undefeated, idea. it's good. Beating Vandy, nothing new there. Yeah. Getting pretty good at doing that. Tennis, basketball, rifle, handball. I don't think I don't think we play handball anymore, man. We had a program there for a while. Yeah. All right. Uh we will be back next week virtually on the streamy. Not in studio, got a basketball game. Come to the cold beer, shave a lot takes. Peace. If you enjoyed this episode of Tigers Untapped, leave a rating and a review wherever you download your podcasts. Like and subscribe at Bluff City Media's YouTube page. Head over to www.bluffcitymedia.co for comprehensive coverage of Memphis sports.